0: welcome to gen gap cast the podcast where we take a look at topics from the generational and gender points of view i'm wade i'm the dad
1: I'm Megan. I'm the daughter.
0: And today, Meg, we are going to talk about 2021, the year that was and the year that was not.
1: Oh, there's so much to unpack there.
0: (laughs) I I, I said, so you have thoughts.
1: I have thoughts. I have feelings. I have opinions. I got them all.
0: Okay, that's good. That's good because that's what we're here to talk about. Um, So you got them all? Do you gotta catch them all.
1: To be okay. the very best, <laughs> like we, no one ever was. Are we
0: really gonna start down the Pokemon route? Really, that's what we're doing here. Because you know, twenty twenty one was was the resurgent of uh, the 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 Pokemon app on the phone. I mean, I started playing it again, and people I know started playing it again. So you know, it's apropos.
1: It is apropos. It's also one of the few things you could do to, you know, help the incessant boredom.
0: Absolutely. That came
1: with quarantine from the pan pizza.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry, the what?
1: Yeah, the pan pizza, the panorama, the panini sandwich, <laughs> the uh, please stop already. You okay. know, it has few names.
0: It's 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 too soon, too soon or maybe not soon enough. I don't know, but let's, let's kind of start with that because for for me, uh, 2021 was just kind of 2020 part two. When it came, when it came to like, let's see, do we have any social plans? No, because if we get around people, we're going to kill them. Um, Uh, Can we go anywhere? No, you cannot, because getting on a plane means that you're stuck in a tube with, you know, 300 people that are trying to kill you. Um, So every place was trying to kill you. And so you you just stayed at home and watched a lot of Netflix.
1: Or in my case, you start playing dating simulators on your Nintendo Switch Lite.
0: Okay, let's talk about this, because... Damn, do I want to get into this? Um okay, let's okay, so, do it. I don't so, know if you're ready. Again, I absolutely so again, you know, generational gender points of view. To remind our listening public, since we haven't had an episode in a while, I am a white cis male of a certain age. So we'll say I'm I am Generation <laughs> X, which I think I am. Gen X, Gen X, yes, I am Gen X. Um and you told me about dating simulators, and I went, "WTF? What? What is? Uh-huh. What is a? I mean, my idea of a dating simulator is like Sims, right? Where? Oh, <laughs> oh so that's, so that's let's cute. That's that's cute. So without you know, again, family that's a friendly,
1: life simulator, oh.
0: <laughs> family friendly podcast here let's let's get into dating simulators because it is a world onto itself
1: you got it first i am going to you know give a little definition right here the dating sims i've been playing have been what are called otome games or yeah i think it's pronounced otome
0: or okay so otome, or most Are most dating simulators from Japan?
1: Uh, Like, they're very popular. Not all of them are from Japan. There are some that are are American-made or made from other countries, but Otome, I would say, in my opinion, as I do not have the facts spread in front of me, yes. The most popular ones come from Japan. And the word Otome is, by definition, a story-based video game that is targeted towards women. So, not oh, all boy. Otome games are dating sims. Oh, boy. But I would venture to say all, if not most, dating sims are Otome.
0: So, why is this starting to sound so, very much like, I don't know, Fifty Shades of Grey? Uh, you know, basically... For oh, no, no, of- no. Lack of a better term, mommy. We porn. have
1: taste in this household.
0: Oh, we have taste in this. Okay. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh boy! I
1: am offended. <laughs> Most of these are rated T fourteen. Okay. So you know, so as not a twenty okay. five uh, year old white woman playing yes. games meant for like sixteen, seventeen. You will sixteen, seventeen year olds, yes. possibly eighteen year olds. That makes me a woman of class. There's no, 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 no. There's no mommy porn.
0: (laughs) It's all classy all the time.
1: Yeah, the only like mommy porn dating sims I found have been made from Americans. So what does that say about us? Well, you know, the
0: Japanese tend to keep it classy except for, you know, some anime that we won't talk about because you'll get. You know, thrown in jail for watching some of it. Family friendly. Not thrown in jail, but you'll just get weird looks yeah. uh, on the on the subway. Icky, um horrible okay. feelings. So when 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 I well, first, first
1: of all, you're an idiot for watching on the subway. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's true. So <laughs> when you first told me about these these dating sims, um, I'm like, okay, you know, I uh-huh. get it. I mean, there's you know, all kinds of games where you can be someone, something, somewhere else. And that's, you know, that's, that's, I won't say a healthy escapism, but it's definitely escapism. And then, and then Meg, you, you told me and I'm trying to remember the exact words. I'm going to get it wrong, but a tree, something about a tree. Was it a tree?
1: <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about.
0: Okay. So, All right. so, let's let's take so, our listening audience down that wonderful journey because as a father you definitely want to hear that your daughter is dating a tree
1: no no D- uh, I was not dating the tree the tree was trying to eat me
0: this is not better
1: well <laughs> okay so some explanation
0: yeah please
1: the Game that really got me into dating sims were first mobile ones, but then I found out that there are dating sims for like game consoles, and I was highly intrigued. Okay, because with mobile ones, you usually have to pay right for the best ending. And I wasn't about that life, like, because too much of my money had already gone into that. And I was looking at my wallet and crying. Right. So I'm like, there must be a better way. And there was. Okay. So the first Otome game I ever played on my Switch Lite was a game called Café Enchanté.
0: Oh, sounds sounds so French.
1: Sounds so French. <laughs> and sounds like it's going to be this happy, light, fun little simulation. <laughs>
0: oh, but no. No. Yeah.
1: No. So, basic story. You play as this woman whose grandfather used to own a cafe. And then he died and you take over the cafe. You know, already starting off on a fun note. Dead grandpa. Woo.
0: This starts to sound like a Hallmark and, hallmark movie.
1: Oh, Hallmark would not touch this.
0: No, I'm sure. Okay.
1: <laughs> not with a 10-foot pole. So uh, you come to find out that there's this door in the back of the cafe that connects to other magical
0: worlds. Uh, oh, it's Narnia. You have found the wardrobe. You can go visit Aslan. Na na na. Oh. They
1: come visit me.
0: Oh, they come through the door to you.
1: They come through the door to me. This So,
0: started to sound like a horror movie.
1: Five suitors.
0: Uh-huh. One, uh-huh.
1: is a headless knight from the fairy realm. Oh lord. One is a human government agent who is tasked to watch over these magical Creatures,
0: of course. The government. Granted, he's also the government, old enough. always wants to spoil everything.
1: Yeah, the government. Just like uh there are creatures that, like, we don't know everything about, coming from worlds that we don't really know about. We got to right. watch over these things because right. they might be dangerous or whatever. Granted, some of them are dangerous. The but truth. I is digress. Yes. The third mm-hmm. is a fire wolf from the beast realm.
0: Uh-huh, a firewolf from there- the beast realm. Okay, got it.
1: The 4th. Yes. Is a fallen angel from heaven which you learn that heaven and in this in this story god god is a machine and heaven is um it's so hard to explain. Well, okay. Like a very yeah. technically advanced world?
0: So heaven and is the heaven. Machine controls- heaven is the uh, metaverse. Is is heaven the metaverse, Megan?
1: Heaven might be the metaverse. <laughs> okay.
0: okay, so Mark Zuckerberg and- is is our god. That's good to know.
1: Yes, yes. I mean, I feel like that machine maybe had some more emotions, but you know, <laughs> that's that's another topic. Okay. The uh, the last. And the quote-unquote true route, meaning, like, this is the route that wraps everything up and this is technically the man that you're supposed to be with, is a demon king from the demon realm. Or so you think. Mm Mm-hmm. Let me just describe, and spoiler Spoilers for anyone who might want to play this game, I apologize, but I just gotta describe some of the plot points in this, in in these games. Cause again, you think it's gonna be this fun, light little romp? <laughs> no. In the Headless Knight route, you get pushed into the throne of the fairy world, which connects you to the parasitical tree. Because the world is alive.
0: Uh The tree
1: of this world is alive, and it's uh, slowly eating me. Okay. In the uh, human agent route, you find out that uh, he had a sister who was turned into a... A, a magical creature of some sort,
0: okay, and
1: has to feast on blood to survive.
0: Okay, this is not getting better. So there's
1: a lot of trauma done. Yeah, no, it's gonna get worse.
0: Okay, great.
1: In the fire wolf route, um, apparently find out that he's a ancient deity that the creatures of this world fear because he's known as something like the devourer. mm Hmm. I could be wrong on that title and then he tries to eat me. Mhm. In the uh, Angel Arc, uh basically you find out that uh the angel has been lying to you about their identity for the entire like course of his like game and his route. Okay. And then he, you know, uh develops emotions which he didn't have before and they become so painful that he literally like reboots his system and becomes a living doll (laughs) and in the true route the demon king route you uh die and become a planet
0: i am i am speechless i don't even know I don't even know how to respond to any of this. This is so far outside the realm of my world that I have no response to it other than, holy crap, is this not an allegory for 2021? If, if, if it's not, I don't know what is because things are trying to eat you. Um, yep. people things are not what they appear to be god is a machine i mean it's yep yeah okay <laughs> so so let me ask you this meg as a as a as a person who likes human connection that 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 enjoys human connection yes. cuz i know you do and as a person that yes. is very much um you know searching and and looking for love and 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 companionship um wh- why yep. wh- why do you play these games
1: um two reasons oh, One, okay yes they're actually really good they they are um so dating sims like ultimate dating sims are a type of visual novel, which okay. is basically, you know, each character's route. I suppose you could look at as a different chapter, right? Or it's a it's a choose your own adventure kind of thing.
0: Okay, I get that. I used to have choose your own adventure <laughs> books as a, as a younger man. Yes, usually they had yeah. dragons so and uh, golems and orcs. But, you know, yours has uh, parasitic uh, trees that, that devour human flesh. Yep. Yep. Okay.
1: It's it's a little different, <laughs> but the storylines are really good. Like, the story is well-crafted, you know, because I cried like a baby on, like, three of the five routes.
0: You cried like a baby?
1: I am telling you, the Angel Route. Yes, crushed me. Crushed okay. me. There's there's a lot to unpack there. Yeah. But you know, this isn't an Otome episode. <laughs> this is just me explaining a hobby I picked up. Yeah. In 2021.
0: Right. Due
1: to circumstances. <laughs> so <laughs> anyway, okay. And two. So, so for two 2021.
0: Yeah. Yes. Well, for 2021, and I'm sorry to interrupt, but I, I just want to tie a couple things together. You're fine. Um, um, so again, 2021 I- extension of 2020 pandemic still in full effect. Yep. Not really knowing when or what is going to, you know, resolve this. And so people are working from home. Yep. Schools are closing. Mm-hmm. Uh, students are, are learning remotely. Social, you know, social gatherings are pretty much non-existence except for, you know, as long as you're masked and socially distant and maybe you can get together, maybe not. Maybe you'll kill everybody, you know, in your, in your radius. So it it, it absolutely drew or, or not drew, but it, it uh, drove, there we go, people to seek out other forms of connection. Uh, I know that TikTok, yes. TikTok became, you know, really big because, you know, uh, watching other people doing stuff was, was a way of connecting these kind of games uh-huh. became big online communities started to flourish. Um
1: um, I'm gonna interrupt you real quickly. Fun yeah. fact. Yes. Did you know that TikTok has a feature that if you've been on it for too long, it will tell you to, hey, maybe you should stop, take a break, walk around, get some water.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, have, I do know that. I have
1: never unlocked that until 2020. <laughs> 2021. Like people told me this feature existed, but I'm like, yeah, I'm not like that. I'm never gonna get that. And then, you know, I'm on TikTok one day and I'm like. The video pops up like, hey, hold up there. You've been scrolling for a long time. Right. And I ran up to my boyfriend, Snucks, showed it to him and be like, I think I finally unlocked an achievement. I don't know whether to cry or laugh.
0: Yeah, that's. I don't know if that's a badge you should be proud of or uh, questioning choices that you've made in your life because of it.
1: They got so bad I got that message twice in one sitting
0: okay well so you might want to you know <laughs> I don't know you I because again it's it's pandemic season we don't know what to do it's it's you know like hey everything is everything is topsy-turvy uh normally you pandemic get up
1: season, I love that <laughs>
0: Normally you would get up, you'd walk outside, you'd, you know, say hi to people. But nowadays you do that. And again, you may either drop dead or you may kill somebody else. So you just don't do it. Well, at least in 2020 when you didn't do it. But, but, you know, towards the end, well, actually when did the, the vaccine? So like, like the February, March timeframe, the sun. It's like the
1: beginning, but I would say, um. It wasn't still, I want to say, quote unquote, normal right. for us to have like a semi normal. You can be in spaces with people without a mask. You can enter places without a mask. You can be closer than six feet to people. Like, I'd say that happened more like mid 2021.
0: Right. So the beginning of the year, we, you know, again, we're, we're, we're coming into 2021 still under the, you know, the, the, the fog, not the fog, but still under, well, the effects of coronavirus. And then, uh, again, we we try on this podcast not to get political, but there was an event that happened that actually transcends, I think, politics and really gets into more of a gender generational point of uh, kind of of, of aspect. And that was uh, January 6th. So again, for our listening audience, (sighs) you know what happened on January 6th. I don't think anybody needs a refresher on what happened. Uh, I can say that on that day I was uh, watching television because I was very interested to see what was going to happen because of you know, the, the, uh, the certifying of the electoral colleges at the Capitol. There was, there was definitely a run-up to that day where it's like some stuff is going to go down, and I was interested to find out what I was not prepared for was what actually happened. It was something that I thought un- you know inconceivable in this day and age that what happened on January sixth would actually unfold in front of my eyes, and it was as I mentioned to somebody afterwards, I felt like I saw the death of something. I witnessed the death of something. I don't know at the time I didn't know yeah. what it was, but I just felt like I was watching um You know, like the, the, the country changed was, and, and this was the death of, I don't know, maybe I don't, you know, uh, I don't want to say the death of, 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 no, I don't. I, I still feel very hopeful. Faith in humanity. It's, it was like, how, how did we get here? (laughs) um So how did you experience? I mean, I'm very interested to hear from your generational point of view, because you know, my generation was pretty much the ones that were storming the Capitol uh, for, be- you know, uh, uh, very yep. much. Um, and there was some younger people there. But from your perspective, and I know you're not you're not involved in politics, but I, I suspect you you have. Oh, thoughts.
1: I have thoughts. I have feelings. I have opinions. I got them all. Are you ready for this? You better be buckle up.
0: I'm sitting down. So.
1: Well, are you buckled up?
0: Well, the chair I'm sitting in doesn't have a seat Then belt you need on. to
1: get a new chair. Anyway, okay. onward with my story. I ain't got time for this uh, this chit-chatting. Uh-uh. So, I was not watching TV. I actually was scrolling through the Facebook. And I saw a video of, uh, you know, people storming the Capitol. And I, my first thought was, this is a joke. This is not actually happening. This is just like, <laughs> you know, some internet troll is trying to stir some crap. Right. So I did my due diligence as a min- millennial Gen Zer. I, I don't have a home. I don't know what generation <laughs> I'm supposed to belong to. Anyway, that's besides the point, My uh Identity crisis is not what we're talking about here. But I did research. And I found out. Much to my dismay. It was very much true. And I just sat there that day. Thinking. It finally happened. People broke. And. Pardon my French. But shit. Finally hit the fan, and now we get to watch a shit show unfold. See, unlike you, I was kind of expecting something to happen. Mm. Because of, let's say, um, the... What's the word I'm looking for? The big switch in who exactly was in office. Right. Um... I feel like that was a big flip-flop, if that makes sense. Like, just how when Trump took office from Barack Obama, that was a huge—oh, sorry, huge shift, I should say, not flip-flop. It was a huge shift to the other side. Right. And this uh, current—like, this most recent election was also a huge shift back to the other side. Right. And you can't have— Shifts so dynamic and so drastic without something going on, at least in my experience,
0: yeah. I mean, so i've I've lived through a number of peaceful transference of power, right? so i've I, I watched from, well, heck, I watched from Nixon to Ford, and that, you know, that was. Nixon to Ford was, was very controversial. I mean, Nixon resigned from office due to scandal, right? The, the Watergate scandal. So that was, that was a big deal for the country at the time you had a president who said, I'm out of here before you actually impeach me because I've been crying yeah. <laughs> a lot. Right. And so his vice mm-hmm. president, Gerald Ford took over and then from Ford to Carter, which was, you know, uh, uh, an interesting dynamic shift, but yet Ford was fairly moderate. And so was Carter. And then you went from Carter, I think to Reagan and then Reagan to, was it Clinton? And then Clinton to Bush. Oh, no, sorry. Reagan to Bush, Bush to Clinton, Clinton to Bush again, another Bush, uh, and then Bush to Obama, <laughs> Obama to Trump, and now Trump <laughs> to Biden. So I've you know, I've seen the transferences of power happen very peacefully, yep. very according to the the norms that have been created for this kind of stuff. And then mm-hmm. you know, January 6th occurred, and I'm like, okay, that's it. We're we're this is no longer the the, the, the chain of peaceful transferences of power has been broken. And I didn't yeah. know at the time what was going to happen. I thought, okay, January 6th occurred. And then we had the inauguration, what, two weeks later on the 20th, what the yep. hell's going to happen? I mean, if, if it's possible that citizens of the United States invaded mm-hmm. the Capitol, then it wasn't so far out of, out of, out of, of, you know, um, out of the The realm realm of of possibilities. yeah. that some really interesting stuff was going to happen at the inauguration. Thankfully it did not, but I didn't, Uh that, like I said, that was the first time as that I sat there and was really, really nervous about what could happen. I mean, you've got so much, so many scenarios that have been played out in books and in movies and television around the overthrow of the government or the, you know the you've got the manchurian candidate you've got you know a lot of john uh Holt, no sorry clancy clancy books about you know overflow or sorry overthrow olympus has fallen those i mean th- th- there's plenty of of examples in pulp culture around what happens when somebody tries to take out the us government or the president and uh-huh. now i'm thinking we possibly, that might happen. Are, yeah, exactly. We're possibly living this in real life, and it scared the crap out of me. Mm-hmm.
1: So, one thing I want to say, and again, I'm not trying to rile people up. I'm not trying to say anyone's opinions are right or wrong, but I think one of the major things that happened was the president who was stepping down. Kind of encouraged his supporters to do something drastic, to do something crazy, to "quote unquote" make a statement,
0: right? And there was, was definitely encouragement I've, happening.
1: Yeah, and as far as I, as far as I have been conscious of the political sphere, I don't remember any other presidential, like leaving president, encouraging dramatics and what happened on January 6th was dramatics it was I think a bunch of people who were frustrated because of the pandemic frustrated because of quarantine felt like their voices were not being heard their presidential candidate lost and then encouraged them to you know I don't want to say he encouraged them to do anything to this level, but he didn't exactly say for it not to happen as right. well. And you would think that is something that um, a leaving you president wouldn't have to say.
0: You would think so. But
1: apparently, nowadays, it is.
0: <laughs> apparently, so I nowadays... a
1: bunch of things...
0: Yeah. uh, A leaving president needs to say, Hey, don't attack the Capitol. That that's now something that that we just kind of have to throw out there. You know, we're going to have an inauguration. uh, The, you know, the election wasn't, wasn't rigged and uh, don't, don't be uh, insurrectionists, right? Don't, don't form an insurrection that now I think has to be stated specifically as the transference of power happens,
1: yeah, and that's really sad, like it's it makes you scared for what else could happen in the future, right. Do you now understand why I prefer my chances by either getting eaten by a tree or being eaten by fire? Wolf
0: to
1: experiencing real life.
0: I get it now. I mean, it it does, you know, I'll take my chances with the parasitic tree or the firewolf. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. I'm just saying, sit in this world of ours and just wait for the other shoe to drop or start a harem of hot digital... (laughs) (laughs) Boyfriends. <laughs> I wonder okay. which I am going to choose. Yeah,
0: uh, no, I, I, hmm. I, I hear you there. So, so <laughs> moving, moving on from January sixth, and and you know the political realm, and getting more back into, you know what was happening at a at a larger scale. Um, uh-huh. You know, right? You you started to get. Uh, vaccines, right? So you had the Pfizer and the Moderna and the Johnson and Johnson, and they all came out and said, Hey, we've got these vaccines that we believe are effective and we're going to start offering them. And I know for one that as soon as I heard uh, that vaccines were, were available, I signed up for one. Um, It's a personal choice and everybody has the, the, the choice to make. I made that choice because um, I did not want to be part of the of the cycle of of infection. I wanted to be part of the hope of uh, immunity, right And so for me the way yep. to be part of that herd immunity was to go get the vaccine. And so um, you know, I did it I went and got my my two doses, uh, had some, you know, some side effects. I remember, you know, you mm-hmm. and, and taking you and Dennis to go get your, your, uh, your first doses. Um, yep. and as soon that, as
1: we knew that they, they were available, we signed up.
0: Yeah. So, you know, that, that was the first sign for me of, of hope that maybe, you know, the, that the new normal, cause we can't, you know, we're, we're not going to be the same. We were, prior to, you know, 2020. It just is, you know, the world has changed.
1: Um, Yeah. Just like the world changed after, you know, the influenza first.
0: Exactly. Exactly. I mean, there's going to be, there's going to be implications for it. And, and, but I thought, okay, finally, you know, maybe I don't have to fear getting on a plane and maybe I don't have to fear being out in public. And if I take, you know, the precautions that are being recommended by the scientists and the, and the experts, maybe i can yep. actually start to get back into society and and mm-hmm. you know be around people um and and so i i did um how did you experience that
1: um i experienced it in kind of a different way like yes the vaccine coming out was an amazing thing i feel like everyone who is able should be vaccinated. I'm not going to sit here and be like, hmm, how do I put this in a way without riling people up? I don't think there's going to be a way, so I'm just going to say it. Um I do not agree or support people who uh, do not get the vaccine purely out of choice. Like, if you can not physically or like, immunally or medically get the vaccine, that's a whole other that- that's- that's fine, because you have a valid reason. People who just don't get it because, you know, they have some crazy-ass conspiracy theories? No. So- well, I did see the vaccine as a great thing. I also saw it as just another kind of wave of crazy
0: yeah, I, I and
1: so something that was supposed to be like this is amazing. we can finally start getting back to normal
0: right i I think that for-
1: didn't that didn't really it i mean it happened a little bit right, but it just showed you more of. Like different people, like different sides of human nature, and not all of them were good, I would say.
0: So what's interesting to me, Megan, is as I watched, you know, the debate around the vaccine occur on social media, um, I was fully prepared for it to be a fairly, uh, you know, the debate, the people that were were anti, were anti-vaccine, I was fully prepared for them to be more of my generation, right? I expected that, okay, you know, people who are of your generation would be the ones who are like, Hey, no, this, this, you know, we, we trust in science. We trust in, in medicine. We trust that this is, you know, this is the right thing to do. But what I found was, was actually it cut across generational and gender lines. I mean, there were, oh, 100%. There were young people, uh, you know, your, your generation and the generation after that were saying, yeah, I'm not going to get the, the vaccine and, and this is why. And, and some had, you know, some stated the positions to the point where I'm like, okay, you've actually thought through this, right? For you, yeah. there's, there's too much risk. And for you, there is, and it's not, Hey, I am not doing it because I don't believe the government. I'm not doing it because I, I, you know, it's going to make me magnetic or I'm not going to do it because they're going to put a chip inside. I mean, those are, that's the, the realm of the, of the conspiracy theory. But for, for some people, it really was, Hey, I've made a thoughtful and educated and deliberate decision. And I went, okay, that is yours to make. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, But I also saw uh, uh, a number of people who were just, you know, citing really outrageous things, you know, really outrageous reasons for them not to to get the vaccine. And again, I was very surprised that the number of younger people that were saying these things. And I wonder if they arrived at – those decision points by themselves, or if they were influenced by possibly their parents, or or you know other family members, um, I just I just don't I know. I have a
1: theory on that. So stuff like this, stuff like you know vaccines, and sometimes even politics, I don't necessarily think that it is a generational issue. Okay. I think it's a belief issue. I don't want to say belief issue, because that makes it sound like I'm saying beliefs can... Be... No, nope, actually, belief issue. And um, a way you were raised. Because... Or just... It's your way of thinking. I mean, some people, regardless of their generation, regardless of their gender, are drawn to these more outlandish conspiracy theories some people aren't it's i don't really think it has to do with i think no matter what when situation like this arise you're going to see people from every gender from every um generation from every background there are going to be people who make it to do out of something right so I wasn't exactly surprised to see people in my generation be like yeah I'm not going to get the vaccine and stuff because I don't know anyone directly but I know people secondhand who are my age or younger than me who have decided not to get the vaccine for one reason or another right and it's usually not because of well thought out educated like i like ideas it usually has to do with lack the best word i could use is paranoia
0: yeah i mean
1: paranoia strikes any gender any generation any age
0: right it's fear it's fear right i mean it's fear and uncertainty and doubt and those are very strong those are very strong uh, emotions and and lead people yeah. to new interesting things. Um, I mean, like I said, I, uh, I am a big believer that it is your body, your choice right now. I also believe that there is a societal contract that we have with our fellow human beings on this planet that – we are going to do something that is, you know, if it comes out that, Hey, if you do this, it's for the greater good. Right. And it, I, I there's that tension that occurs between, yeah. well, you know, I want, I don't want to do this because I don't believe in it or something tells me this is maybe not the thing to do yet what I'm hearing is that if I don't do it, then I actually might be hurting people. I, my mind goes back to a, an interview that was being <laughs> being conducted, where the person, you know, being interviewed, said something to the effect that I don't like to be told what to do, especially when it's for the benefit of somebody else. And I thought, holy crap, what a terrible. What a terrible attitude! What a terrible belief that is, that you know. Yeah,
1: part of me still hopes that maybe like the uh, editors cut it that and cut it, cut that in a way to make it seem more sensational than it actually was. But at the same time, <laughs> with the world we live in now, you just don't know.
0: Yeah, you just don't know, especially when you know there's there's other things that are happening. I mean, if it was just the pandemic. I think just the pandemic, if it was, if the pandemic was the only thing that was going on in the world, I think we might have had a fighting chance of actually having, you know, reason and sanity prevail. But then you layer on top of that, you know, the, the political schism that occurred over the last four years. And then you layer on top of that, the global political schism that, that is occurring. And then you lay on top of that, the fact that, you know, we, we've lost something in our humanity that says, Hey, we've got to watch out for each other. We've got, you know, we, we owe it to one another to look out for each other and it's moved. I don't know if this is worldwide because I haven't, because of the pandemic, I haven't traveled. Um, but what I do know is in my own backyard and, and we'll get to this, but in 2021, I, you know took up residence full time in a new state and yep. you know so i have the perspective of two different states both of them fairly fairly conservative states
1: conservative
0: yeah but there's you know there are there are indications that 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 it's something that's a little bit more i don't know at a basic level, which concerns the hell out of me, because if we are starting to turn in to a society, especially here in this country where we only truly care about ourselves, we're in for some some major, you know, major problems and major hurt. And I hope that's not the case. I, I you know, I, I have faith in humanity. That said, I've seen some things, especially this last that's year. That's cute. Yeah, I know. I've seen some I have seen some things that, you know, especially <laughs> in 21 that lead me to be concerned about that.
1: Unfortunately, yeah. And I definitely think that while necessary, I a hundred percent think quarantine is necessary. It has definitely removed a lot of people from a sense of I don't want to say they lost all their humanity but they lost a good a good portion of it because we were told not to be around people. And there were those that were like, you know, F that, I'm going to do what I want. You can't tell me what to do and what not to do. And they just completely ignored that, which showed some people already had that lack of humanity. But I can definitely say that My, my, like, some of my humanity has been altered in a way. Like, I wouldn't necessarily say it's in a bad way, but due to being in quarantine so long and not being around people, like, I find it harder to be around people now.
0: Yeah. I can imagine for some people with social anxiety that this, this just, I don't know. I mean, there's, there's so many memes out there that say, you know, for people who are more introverted or have social anxiety, that actually the pandemic was 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 a somewhat of a good thing for them, right? Because they were able is, to to work from home. It's a
1: double-edged sword.
0: Absolutely, it is.
1: Like the working from home, that's great. Like for the first few weeks, I'd say even the first few months. It was fantastic. And then I fell into a depression because at the beginning of the pandemic, I lived alone. Right. And I realized that my, really, my only way to get interaction was going into the office. Right. Now, since then, I have met my significant other and they moved in with me. So, yeah, do snugs. So... I haven't been alone, but I've definitely noticed that it. There are days when it's just like, yes, I get to be at home. I get to have my space, all that fun stuff. And then there's days where, like, I need human connection outside of the people who live in my house. Yeah. I need to go out and I need to be around a greater populace. So it's that whole, I love this. Please stop this. I never want this to end. End it now. Right. Kind of situation. Because, yeah, a lot of people who are introverts and have social anxieties don't want to be around people. But as humans, we kind of need to be around people. Yeah,
0: absolutely. We're – we're, we're pack animals, right? We are, we are wired for connection and yes. to have a situation where we're being asked and in some, in some ways told that you can't connect any longer, right? In order for you to maintain yeah. to be healthy and, or not have, um, you know, deterior- deleterious impact on somebody else. You have got to stay indoors. And when the you know when the pandemic first happened in 2020, mm-hmm. I expected it to be naively. I expected it to be you know maybe six months. I thought you know in six months this thing will blow over and you know we'll be fine. And yeah. you know oh boy, what was I wrong? Right? And 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 that's because I, I was not educated about what happened you know with the Spanish flu. Now, granted, we are in a much different place you know, as a society and, and as, uh, from, and from a technology uh-huh. and a medical perspective than we were with the Spanish flu. I but agree. There are, there are, you know, there are things that, that you can pull forward because, you know, regardless of whether you have a vaccine or not, um, you know, the, the, the need to, to say, stay socially distant, the need to wear protective equipment, the need, to watch interactions and make sure that, hey, if you do end up contracting the virus that you aren't mm-hmm. you know, a source of spread, considering that the coronavirus has such a high uh, reinfection rate that, you know, you yeah, have to- be especially you had...
1: with the um, new mutations.
0: Yes, Absolutely. Okay, well, let's kind of move off of, of the, the the pandemic and, and into some other things that, that occurred in 2020, both at a, uh, you know, at a, at a larger level as well as a very, you know, personal level. So I will say that, hey, in 2021, a number of, of changes occurred in my life, which had impact on your life, as well as others. Yep. Um, One, you know, I started off the year. So <laughs> I've been I've been teasing throughout a couple of episodes that we were going to get into topics of, you know, teasing that something occurred within our family. And so without getting into the deeper topic, I will say that in August of 2020, um, we lost a family member and we lost a family member to suicide. And that, that event um, was incredibly traumatic, especially for myself and my daughter and my grandson, because we happened to be, in proximity there. to the event. Right. Um, and so, you know, that, that started, you know, <laughs> that was August of 2020 and, you know, from August of 2020 to the beginning of 20, I'm sorry, 2019, pardon me to 2020. Um, you know, we were as a family dealing with trauma and then we right went right into the pandemic, which was, yeah. you know, not, not, uh, not helping, And so, and also...
1: No, I think it happened in 2020.
0: Did No. Did it?
1: Yeah, because we're in 2022 now.
0: Yes, August, I I apologize, August 19th of 2020. So it did happen in 2020, and uh, we were... Because we were in the
1: pandemic. We were in the
0: throes of the pandemic, so... Um, the panorama, and, the
1: pan pizza, the panini and, sandwich.
0: <laughs> and at the same time, I had taken uh, another job. I had taken a new job that was that was in another state. And so um, yep. I you know, my wife and I decided we were gonna move because again, we thought that the pandemic would be under control in six months and and the role that I that I had taken was one that I you know I needed to be with with my people. And so we bought a house in another state and I decided Uh to move out uh, ahead of everybody else because my wife had uh, obligations that she needed to, to, uh, you know, to work through. And so for a period of time in 2021, from, you know, the beginning up until July, I was basically living alone um, in this other state and also dealing working through a lot of trauma working through a lot of, of yeah. pain I, I'm, and so I'm yeah. just going
1: to say this right now I don't recommend for people to isolate while going through trauma no, no, not, not, a, not, not not a good idea
0: not a good thing at all I, and that was so no. you know for anybody that that was experiencing trauma during that time uh I'm there with you I I see you I hear you I acknowledge you it was uh, for me the way I experienced it was um, just actually kind of reinforced the trauma because I was two thousand miles away from a hug, right? Which meant that you know when I yeah. was in, a, in in the throes of trying to reconcile some things, I really didn't have a I didn't have a support system here. Mm-hmm. Right? I had a support system two thousand miles away, but I didn't have human contact here, which for me is is vital and i think for a lot of people that that the absence of human contact or the absent the 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 inability to make those kind of connections really reinforced just the isolation and the languishing that occurred during 2021 if i could say you know the word of 2021 was languishing i mean people were not thriving <laughs> people were not not doing We're not in their flow. We're not feeling connected. We're not feeling accomplished. We're not feeling, you know, vital or vigorous about really anything because everything was just so much more difficult and so much more disconnected.
1: Yeah. For people, we had this global world-shattering event. And then for a lot of individuals, there were personal Yes. World-shattering
0: events. Well, you had people who and- lost people to coronavirus. You had people who pe- lost people lost to pe- to suicide. I mean, <laughs> I, I don't know the 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 data specifically, but I do know that the rates of suicide went up uh, fairly significantly with the pandemic. I mean, people just mm-hmm. you know they they lost hope. They got into dark places and they couldn't get out of because you know I think for some it was, they felt so disconnected that they just said, I am truly alone. And if this yeah. is the way that it's going to be, and I can't see, a, I can't see a, a light at the end of the tunnel, I'm going to exit. And, um, that's incredibly, incredibly sad and unfortunate. Um, so I don't think that, you know, there was a lot of good things. Actually, there was a lot of good things that happened in 2021. I don't want to sound, make it sound like 2021 was this, like this, this terrible year because there was actually for me personally, as well as for, uh, Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people, there was the reopening, you know, people got to go see each other. You know, families were reconnected. Grandparents got to see their grandkids. We got to travel. Movies came back into movie theaters. Um, you know, society and the economy started to spin up and you know get more healthy. And people returned to the office when they could. So there were some some positives that happened. But I think just realizing that society, or I'm sorry, realizing that the world has changed and we've got to figure out as a how to as adapt a, as a species how to adapt to it that's daunting as hell
1: mm-hmm. um before we move on to another topic i just wanted to give a little bit of information this the world has changed and as dad said suicide had has risen and if anyone is struggling with suicidal thoughts or ideation or that darkness the i just pulled up the number for the national suicide prevention lifeline please call it they are a 24/7 hotline it is 800 273 8255 please if you're struggling get there's help and you are not as alone as you feel
0: Absolutely. Thank you, Megan. I sincerely appreciate you, um, pulling that, pulling that up and calling that out because, um, Mm -hmm. it's, it's easy to feel alone. It really is. It's so
1: easy, especially during a quarantine when you're literally told you gotta, you gotta be alone yeah
0: you you've got it you've got to you've got to isolate right and so it's easy to feel isolated and Mm
1: -hmm. you know
0: one thing that I I came to believe and tell myself over and over again when I was apart from my family during Mm -hmm. some very trying times is that yeah I might feel lonely but I'm not alone and that That distinction. I might feel lonely because there's nobody else here, right? There's nobody else in the house with me, but I know, I know, I'm not alone. I know I'm not alone. And for some people, they don't know that. And yeah, um, reality is is you're not alone. It's heartbreaking. And it's heartbreaking. So I'm going to make a suggestion. I think you know we we had hopes that we could you know take an entire year of experience and shove it Uh into one episode. But I'm thinking at this point. That we should turn this into a two-parter um, because we haven't even got to really the midpoint of the year. We've jumped around a little bit, but I really want to, you yeah. know, visit visit <laughs> how you experienced, you know, the move, right? How you experienced the fact that, you know, you and your and your partner De- De- Snugs decided to stay behind where the rest of your family moved across country. Yeah, and I think not a fun
1: experience. I can just. Not- here's a little preface. I did not enjoy it. (laughs) I still don't enjoy it.
0: And, but I think there's some very relatable things there for people to hear and to understand Uh that again, um, you know, how can, how can you experience and express what you're, or I'm sorry, how can you express what you've experienced and, and know that, Hey, uh, it's okay, right? I mean, and and, yeah. and let's talk through it. And and there's other stuff. I mean, there's movies that we want to talk about and television shows that we want to talk about and 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 pop you know,
1: culture, pop culture, social media, ha- how the ha- world has changed and adapted to this new set of normal.
0: Absolutely. So let's go ahead and end this episode here, and then we'll pick up in the next episode. Before we do, Megan, could you repeat that phone number for me?
1: Yes. One moment.
0: Just because I want there to. There it is. Get, there you
1: go. Mm-hmm. Um, the Suicide Prevention Hotline. Sorry, the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. That's a very distinct Important distinction. That, yes. It's a important distinction. Hours, they're available 24-7. Um, they offer different languages if you need it. That number is... 800 273 8255 and I'm just going to implore people again please reach out if you need it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And there's
1: no shame in it needing it. Right. Absolutely. You are not you are not weak for needing help. You are so effing strong for realizing I can't do this on my own. I need help. Weakness. That's thats not weakness. That is, That is bravery. That is the bravery and the will to live. And to keep on living despite the darkness. Because there is a lot of darkness. But there's also light and goodness and it might be hard to see right now. But I know that you will get through it. And we love you. You are not alone. And you will never be alone. Thanks, Meg.
0: Um of course. I want I want to to end this episode on a, on try to end it on a little bit of of a lighter note, <laughs> because
1: do you want me to go through my names of the pandemic again? I can.
0: not uh, <laughs> I would like to. I to, came up with a few more. Oh please, let's do it. Let's do it. Go for it.
1: The uh, pancake showdown, the panini press. I forgot what that one was. The um, the uh, panda punching session. <laughs> the please 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 let this end <laughs> the people need people
0: Oof, yeah there you go
1: just th- those were a few I just came up oh, those, with, are awesome. you know off the top of my head not my best work but you know
0: yeah uh, because I heard. some
1: social media doesn't like you to say the word pandemic you got to get creative
0: yeah, yeah the, the panorama uh, I, I like the, the pan, pan pizza I like the pan pizza. The panda pun was the panda panda punching. Panda punching time. Okay, I like panda punching time. That's good. That's good. I, no, mm-hmm. no violence against pandas. I'm not advocating for violence no. against pandas. I just think that we that never is said
1: cool. what the pandas were punching.
0: That that's true. That's maybe true. they're
1: punching the air in victory.
0: Oh, absolutely. Like, you know, woohoo! Because pandas. <laughs> yes, pandas are I'm, a panda. I'm a panda. I'm a panda. Okay. Well, let's go ahead and wrap this up. Uh, before we do, Megan, uh, let's talk about, uh, how our wonderful listeners. And may I say that over the pandemic, uh, we've actually gained, uh, quite a few listeners. Um, and we're thankful that you you found uh,
1: Yes. Thank you for that. Even though we were not super active over the last few months, because I have this wonderful thing called seasonal affective disorder. And, uh, I've learned that when you mix quarantine, the panda punching time, and seasonal affective disorder together, you get a big old soup of, I'm in a funk. Yeah. So thank you for allowing me to take that time to experience those emotions and to just exist.
0: Yeah. Well, we all need... That's one thing I've learned uh, through this time is you, you need to take time for yourself. You need to be present with yourself and you need uh-huh. to give yourself, um, you need to be A kind break? to yourself. Yeah, You need to be kind to yourself. So. Get yourself
1: some slack.
0: Absolutely. So let's, let's talk about how our wonderful listeners can reach out to us and talk to mm-hmm. us and talk to each other. Um, so. How if somebody wanted to send us an email, Megan, how would they go about doing something like that?
1: Well, it just so happens that we have an email that you guys can reach out to us at. It's info at gengapcast.com. That's right. We have a dot com. We're that legit. But if you know you're not the biggest fan of email, or you know, it's been so long since we've had to send an email. And you live your life on social media. Fear not. We also have a Facebook. How do you find us, you ask? Well, you just go into that handy dandy little search bar, type in Gen Gab Cast, and then what is that? A page that I can follow and comment on? Well, yes, dear listeners, it is exactly that.
0: That's amazing.
1: But, you know, maybe you just want to enjoy the sounds of our melodious voices. How can they do that,
0: dad? If you you want to find us uh, sonically or auditably, that's even a word, um, you can go to wherever you (laughs) you get your podcasts because I know Mm -hmm. that you listen to a lot of podcasts because what else are you going to do during a panda punching time? But listen to podcasts. Um,
1: Pick up some Otome games if you 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 want your heart- to uh, experience emotions that you necessarily were not prepared for.
0: <laughs> okay. You could do that. Or, or and or, you can go to uh, iTunes. Uh, you can go to Google Play Store. You can go to Stitcher or to Spotify or to iHeartRadio. There are uh, a plethora of places that you can find us. So all you need to do is go type Best in. That's word gen gapcast all one word that's g-e-n-g-a-p-c-a-s-t and smash that uh subscribe button because once you smash when you, when you smash the su- subscribe button smash smash when you smash the subscribe smash button smash bells? Okay, we're we're done with the smashing. Uh, when you push the subscribe oh. button, you uh, <laughs> lucky you will get uh, uh, you know new episodes downloaded to your device of choice automatically, and then you can have our our melodious voices enter into your ear holes uh, at your at your leisure. Yes, that sounded that sounded bad, but yeah, you know, not
1: necessarily sure how I feel about the word ear holes, but okay. technically it's a very apt description.
0: It, it is your 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 uh, audio canals. I don't know what to call them. Okay, um, that's a
1: better I don't
0: know I don't think it is anyway so we're gonna we're gonna turn this into a, we're gonna turn this into a two-parter uh part two will be coming out soon I don't know when but uh hopefully within the next couple of weeks uh but in the yep. meantime um please take care of yourself uh please mm-hmm. take care of, of those who you love and those who care for you um nothing you know nothing's for certain. And that's something that, 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 uh, I've had to learn the hard way. So, uh, please, please, please take care of yourself. Uh, love mm-hmm. yourself, love those around you. Uh, know that, Hey, the person that is, that is honking their horn behind you in traffic, they have may have had a really crappy day. So cut them mm-hmm. some slack. Um, just realize slack like as well. Yep, just realize that we're all going. Just cut
1: th- slack for everyone. You get some slack. You get some slack. Everybody get some slack.
0: Okay, thank you, Oprah, with the slack. But I, 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 <laughs> I just, I, you know, kindness goes a long way. And kindness to yourself, kindness to others. Um, choose kindness. And and on that note, please. I'm Wade. I'm the dad. I'm Megan. I'm the
1: daughter. Thank you for. Uh, sticking with us throughout this trying time and we love you all thank you for being a part of our family we will uh see you next time